0: Oh, it's time to go live.
1: By the way, if Ralph joins, it's his birthday. So everyone, just sing.
0: Happy birthday
1: Birthday
2: to to Ralph! Happy birthday 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 to Ralph! Happy Happy birthday birthday to Ralph. Ralph. Ralph!
3: (laughs) And now you
4: everyone know uh, and and you did it live too thank you yes, I appreciate
0: yeah. Oh this. yeah I regret nothing <laughs> Hello and welcome to another edition of Black Hills Information Security. Talking about news, this particular edition is brought to you by BHIS. We do security operations service. We do IR. We do network threat hunting. We also do this little thing that's going to catch on. I think it's called network penetration testing, where we break into networks and help, like, you know, stop hackers from doing that thing it is also brought to you by anti-siphon information security training if the idea of hiring black hills information security seems too daunting to you and you want to learn how to do what we do you can totally just go to anti-siphon security training you can check out our on-demand options you can check out our live training options and if you're just getting started and you're wondering seriously what the hell is going on we also have pay what you can options for people just getting started in computer security. So this week again, I am joined by the people upstairs who are moving chairs and vacuuming. Is that an elephant at in the this room? This exact time, like it literally just started. Just like as soon as you know, the music started rocking out, bows like and it's like um, <laughs> we're joined by Charles of the BSD Bandit. We are joined by Corey. We are joined by Hayden, who I don't know you, man. I don't know you. Like I'm sure you're super cool. It could be we've met multiple times, but I'm dead inside. He's been working um, here for three I'm, years. I'm, I'm the Slurms McKenzie three of years. InfoSec. I have partied too hard in this industry. Speaking of people that party too hard, we have Ryan, who finally has one gig fiber at his house. Five, Ralph May's, I have five of them now. Finally old enough to drink and Bronwyn. Speaking of people who finally got high-speed internet, I no longer have to speak to Bronwyn as though like we're on CB radios. It's like Bronwyn, <laughs> Bronwyn, are you still on satellite over? Communications like, by ticker Jesus. tape. The power of Elon Musk compels you. She got a she got a Starlink, she got a Starlink satellite dish, and, and now she's pregnant with Elon Musk's T- like 10 oh, no, Apparently, that's not how technology works. All right.
1: Wow, the terms yeah, of service have news. really changed for some yeah,
0: yeah. Things are crazy. Did I mention we're available to hire for pen tests? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> all right all right so we need oh. we need to get in we need to get into the uh we need to get into the the news stories um the first news story that i wanted to talk about is i i don't know where this is going to go this is from the register uh pc store told it can't claim full cyber crime insurance after a social engineering attack do you, do you all have a chance to read this article or anyone t- take a look I, at it i gotta find it ryan's trying to find it i'm yeah. gonna set I'm going to set the stage right now. So basically this is a business email compromise where attackers took over somebody else's computer system and email and they were able to send in invoices to SJ Computers in Minnesota. And as somebody at SJ Computers actually paid the invoice. Now, What's interesting about this is Travelers is the insurance company. And by the way, we're going to talk about Lloyd's of London here in just a couple of minutes as well. But Travelers defines computer fraud, which they cover up to a million dollars, as intentional, unauthorized, fraudulent entry or change to a computer system or computer instructions directly onto the computer system. But here's the deal. They actually have specific exclusions for social engineering. And they, This is basically from the uh, court filings. It said, SJ Computers did not suffer a penny of financial loss when the bad actor hit send on the email message, and SJ Computers would never have suffered a penny of financial loss if the CEO had not opened – those email messages, or if the CEO had asked the purchasing manager about them, or if ERI Direct had answered the phone when the CEO called, or if ERI Direct had promptly returned the voicemail message left by the CEO, or if the CEO had waited to hear from ERI. (laughs) Basically, the CEO just went and paid that stuff as soon as it came in. This is a little bit of a terrifying news story. I'm, I'm wondering, is this, is this narrowly defined? Like, no, 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 business email compromise. They were tricked out by this email and then they transferred money. Don't worry about it. Or do you think this is just the beginning? And we're going to get social engineering is going to be scoped for insurance companies to actually get to the point where they consider things like uh, spear phishing to be social engineering. Because you can see how that bucket can get real deep real quick if you start excluding social engineering. Uh, as as a possible means yeah
5: it sounds like a trend that could just come up is if you're excluding that based on social engineering what's to stop those companies from also excluding other kinds of like user errors where if you execute a program that you know you shouldn't be executing is that going to exclude you from that coverage as well like where's the line there um i'm gonna sort
1: of disagree because i feel like this is kind of an example of due diligence like I mean the insurance like what you were reading John it just sounds like man if you had even tried just a little bit not to to not to get destroyed by this we would pay you is basically how I read but I mean I feel like it's kind of in this case it's a little bit you do have to demonstrate that you tried like if you just although it is funny because insurance is like if I just drive my car into a lake it's not like they're like no we can't pay you for that I'm like well I'm an idiot I drove my car into a lake they're like here's $10,000 your car's worth $10,000 I'm like okay so I guess it's a weird precedent with insurance, what it covers, what it doesn't cover. But I could see, I don't think it's a dangerous precedent so much. I think it's just companies will have to demonstrate, hey, you actually uh, tried not to get hacked. But it is scary to imagine a company being like, oh, actually, if you double click that, actually, it's not covered. If you right click, <laughs> it is covered. But if you double click, not covered, because that's technically social engineering. So, like,
2: Oh my God, it sounds it like, that sounds like <laughs> AppleCare.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, you took a shower while you owned this laptop, so it's not covered. Not covered.
2: Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but it was two
1: rooms away. So. <laughs> nope, sorry. The moisture, the moisture indicators are tripped. Uh, nothing I yeah. can do. You, you live in Florida, so hey. warranty void.
2: <laughs> yep, that's
3: $600. I'm with John, though. This is a dangerous precedent because look at the statistics on how many compromises start with a phishing email.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but – and I, I, agree, I, I agree with you agreeing with me, Bronwyn. Um, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, that idea of, of spear phishing and um, one of the things about spear phishing is we're trying to either get code execution or we're trying to get credentials. And I'm wondering if we're going to start seeing policies change to where they're either not defining social engineering so they can keep it loosey-goosey or they're going to be very specific in how they define it but this is going to lead right into another Lloyd's of London article here in a second. But the fact that we have two insurance like stories right off the bat is kind of a bit terrifying because the insurance industry is freaking out. Um, they're losing money on these particular attacks. And that's like, as it stands right now, I don't think I'm that worried, but I am worried about how insurance companies are going to handle this moving forward. Cause you're right. Social engineering. It's like, well, if you wouldn't have clicked that link, you wouldn't have been compromised. Yeah. And it
2: I, I, I I got a strange feeling it's going to be the loosey Goosey effect. I don't know why. I just feel that way. Like, <laughs> wait a
0: minute, wait a minute. So, so you, you're saying, wait a minute. You're telling me that insurance companies may not be completely trustworthy. That's <laughs> what,
3: exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. No. Exactly.
1: <laughs> See, okay,
3: it hold waters.
1: on. Not to be the guy that like pulls on the Jeff Bezos mask that looks like a lifeless lizard, but um, <laughs> the the thing about this is it introduces this introduces like a, a market space where I can just be like, uh, actually, we do cover social engineering, so come over here and buy my cyber insurance. Like, mm. I, I feel like a cyber insurance policy that doesn't cover social engineering probably not worth investing in for most companies like just mm-hmm. drop it and get a company that covers it from my perspective I mean I don't know if that exists but I will say like this is the uh this is the market right if he if I if my car insurance doesn't cover if someone if I drive my car into a lake I'll just go get different car insurance because I drive my car into a lake when it says turn left I turn left. But
0: um, so, you've got a, so you've got a lot of questions you want to ask your insurance company. Does this does this is this work if I drive my car into a lake? <laughs> no, no, that would be insurance fraud, Corey. That's illegal. You can jail to
4: if it's an accident. About, you didn't mean to do it. What about yeah. if it was
0: an accident? <laughs> we would cover it, Corey if you didn't put it in air quotes when you brought it up
5: <laughs> yeah and streamed Oops. it live when you were asking about it
0: i will yeah. say that
1: their insurance fraud thing is an interesting thing because like obviously you can be like hey hey uh send me an email i'll click it pay the invoice then we'll claim it like it is because in the case of like uh, you know auto insurance they would probably look at the police report and if it was just like the person was intoxicated they drove straight into the lake uh you know whatever it's not covered um <laughs> Or, yeah. but i like, for what is it going to be? It's probably going to come down to the higher third party company and say, was this legitimate? Was, you know, did it trip the threshold for the policy and all that? I mean, I think cyber insurance is one of the things it's like, it sounds really great until you start thinking about like the edge cases and, where you're like, then it gets scary. Yeah. And it's Mike, like, how much are they going to pay out? Are they going to pay me in Bitcoin? Are they going to pay the, like, how is that going to work? Are they going <laughs> to give, give me give the, the Bit- credits
0: to shakies? Um, you know, <laughs> Mike B zero, 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 one, not zero, zero, one, not zero, one, but one said exactly. insurers are getting more and more aggressive with denial. Had a client get ransomware the following year, they were denied by 160 different insurers. So they had mm. to operate for months without coverage. And I think that that's Oof. also interesting Oof. because you get hit by ransomware. You file the claim. Let's say that they pay the claim. And from that and point on, it's not an grata because you literally, when you're filling out for insurance, it says if, if, if you've been ransomware in the last 12 months or 24 months or five years is the mm. longest one I've seen. Yeah, this insurance stuff, I think, I've always, not always, this makes me sound old, um, but I've been saying lately that we have compliance standards, which we're also going to talk about in the show a little bit later on. Mm -hmm. We talk about government actions. We talk about all these things. And none of that really moves the needle in the industry to actually make security better. But as soon as insurance companies stop paying for certain things, that's going to move Mm -hmm. the needle. uh,
1: I mean, it's also, the, the insurance thing is a numbers game, right? It's literally like, all right, how much does it cost to get fished? Divide that by however many clients we have, that's the insurance premium, right? But so I guess it's like how do you how are they setting these rates? So they like how are like with auto you know, auto insurance or home insurance, they have very clear statistics on this stuff, but like a lot of stuff never gets reported or it's reported like where are they getting their data? Like, I feel like the whole lightning strikes twice thing with ransomware, like, I feel like if you got ransomware, you're not going to get ransomware again. But I I don't don't know. know. Maybe the statistics.
2: Uh,
5: Yeah, wasn't there that article where there was like three guys ransoming the same company all (laughs) at once that we talked (laughs) about like last week? That sounds
0: (laughs) starting to sound really dirty. I don't. Yes. Lightning, no, lightning no. never strikes the same place twice. Yeah, you know? We're not, not going to Google image search that. I no. guess that's, with, that's we know true. that with
1: insurance, with traditional insurance, it's the opposite, right? Like when you get into an accident, your rates go up. You're like this guy is an idiot; he drives his car into a lake. Do not cover him at any cost. Do not
0: cover him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
3: know. You know, right. I I'm with Terry Pratchett when it comes to insurance. Insurance is like gambling. Basically, <laughs> you're placing a bet and and you and the insurance company are each betting one is betting that nothing will happen according to the policy and the other party is saying yes something is going to happen and if it does then i'm going to pay you out and
0: yeah you yeah. yeah. nailed it and then, yeah, the deductibles means the house always wins. Yep, there's a puppy in the background. So let's oh. keep this thing rolling. Um, let's see how, like, like uncomfortable we can get people that are listening. Uh, Lloyds of London, by the way, uh, this is a Wall Street Journal article. Uh, Lloyds to exclude catastrophic nation-backed cyber attacks from insurance coverage. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
4: they're too advanced, Don. That's so- why. <laughs> well, it's APT's.
3: not like we have any any wars going on using cyber yeah. warfare or anything this is no, an act I mean,
4: of war so it doesn't
0: count yeah they have the, they have the most badass A's in the Apt universe mm-hmm. <sighs> in this in this article this one is this one is also terrifying because like Corey you were just talking about they have actuaries and they're saying how much does stuff cost and when an insurance company gets to the point where they're working with numbers they're like we have no freaking clue you stop insuring certain things. And <laughs> yeah. with, a, with a hot nation state on nation state action. So sexy. Now look at somebody who just pointed out, Adam Johnson said, when will cyber attacks be considered an act of war? Well, that's easy. Because uh-huh. in, uh, in the actual market bulletin, it said that they will not be covering acts of war declared or otherwise. So, <laughs> Which and, and means I, they get to pick to, and choose. Yeah, they get to pick and choose. So this goes back to Mondelez, I might be mispronouncing it, which is a Ukrainian shipping company. Um, Mm -hmm. Before the current war, they got hit um, with a ransomware attack and basically they were denied uh, because the actual malware was created in the United States by the NSA, or at least it had been actually attributed. And they said, we're not paying because- the reason why they choose not to pay is because when you're dealing with nation state level zero days that are then incorporated in malware, that is a complete blind corner for insurance insurance companies. In this particular article, I think this one is more terrifying than the social engineering one, because it is not that clear. In fact, the market bulletin itself, um, I actually pulled it down, where they're basically going through and they're saying, um, at a minimum, a state-backed cyber in, uh, cyber attack exclusion must have, and it's one of these things or more, um, exclude losses arising from war declared or not, where the policy does not have a separate war exclusion, subject to three, which I'll get to here in a second, excluding losses arising from state-backed cyber attacks that it significantly impair the ability of a state to function or significantly impair security capabilities of a state. Three, be clear as to whether cover excludes computer systems that are located outside of any state affected by the manner, or for set out a robust basis, which the parties agree how any state-backed cyber attack will be attributed to more than one state or ensure all other key terms are clearly defined. So what they're saying is their base policies, if you have nation states touching that attack in any fashion – If they can tie it back to a nation state, then this kicks in and they don't have to pay. But it also does Mm. say that you can have a separate war like rider um, where you can actually pay for that. But it's an extra premium thing that you have to pay for. But boy, you look at these four different things. And honestly, these four different things, it is not hard to say, well, this malware was created by organized crime out of Russia and Russia is sponsoring organized crime. Um, The other thing I wanted to ask you all is, you know, a Mandiant and like Verizon and all of, okay. So Wade, I wish Wade was here when Mandiant and all these different groups that Mm -hmm. are doing IR, they're scrambling to try to attribute certain attacks to nation states or certain nation actors. How political does that get now? Because imagine that every single time that Mandian does a write-up and they're like, this particular attack was actually attributed back to China. All of a sudden that gets really expensive. Really, really, Yeah. Really how expensive. do you
1: attribute that? Like, are you expecting China to be like, yeah, it was us. We paid yeah, them. Like, yeah, we paid <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the attribute, I mean, attribution is already basically, uh, you know, throw a dartboard and be like, it was China. Um, but uh, like, from within, within, even if you attribute dark. it, like it came from Chinese IP addresses. Okay. So who's paying their salary? Who's like, right. Who's gonna? no I, one's going to take credit for this. And then you have false flagging where like North Korea is yeah. like, Hey, it was us. Like uh, they just say <laughs> that they can just negate all insurance. And then, you know what yeah, I mean? They can be like, it was always us.
0: Blood. It was, it was, yeah. So. Ooh, Adam just brought up because of what you're saying, Corey, what about lawsuits against the insurance company for false attribution or incorrect mm-hmm. attribution? Or if you're somebody like Mandiant or Verizon or somebody, mm-hmm. or it's even BHIS or trusted sec or a smaller you know, like SOC that basically goes out and said, we detected this attack and we attributed it to China or Russia or any other nation state. Like well, I said, all of a sudden that can be really expensive.
4: Well, you'd be never be able to like be 100% though. You'd always say like, we're- yeah, ninety percent confident. That
1: and someone else mentioned in in chat, like Wade, he said, "What if companies start deleting evidence to that would help with attribution because <laughs> they don't want it to, <laughs> it, they don't want it to sh- prove, oh, this was." <laughs> that, was that was
2: really about that to was, get wild.
1: Yeah. 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 Is that insurance oh. fraud then? Well, uh, Yes, it is. Yes, yes <laughs> it is. But, <laughs> but hey, if it's the difference between a hundred million dollars and getting a payout, I mean, that's a lot of you know. That's. I mean, I guess, okay, so oh, not wow. to give a hot what take or that? anything, but maybe take your money that you were going to spend on cyber insurance and spend it on your security program and, whoa, you know, whoa, just attack it. No, 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 no,
0: no stop, stop that. That's so The brakes in yeah. your car that's going to end up in the lake, What are Corey? you trying to sell, Corey? <laughs> okay, now,
1: fine. Spend it on your lawyers. So get your lawyers just frothing at the mouth.
2: Why is Protocol Pauly keep popping up in my mind when I'm here?
0: It could be a shame, Charles, if your network got hacked. But Wade said, Wade, and I think that this is a good point. Even if I had all the logs, it would be hard to prove. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, whenever you're talking about a civil lawsuit, right, like, look, if your insurance company denies you and you decide to sue your insurance company, that gets expensive. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
4: No, they'll make decisions about whether they want to continue because that's going to cost X dollars to continue. How much to make you just go away?
1: Like, I feel like them, the you know, numbers are made up anyway. Like, oh, we yeah. lost revenue for three days, so eh, a eh, hundred million dollars. Million dollars. <laughs> and <laughs> it's like Martin where are they Johnson. coming up with the numbers? <laughs> right. Adam yeah.
0: Johnson just put in risk management about unknown unknowns. You just <laughs> slather some insurance <laughs> over the top of that. It's just just like a coat oh, of paint over rust on a car. No, no, it's I yeah. mean,
4: <laughs> Obviously, these are just a bunch of clauses for insurance companies to make sure that they make revenue, right? That's yeah. it, right? They, they're just yeah. like, well, what if we could just avoid that whole thing? But Again, this is getting like really weird. Like, what if the boogeyman comes, right? Also, like, the country
1: well. of origin and where the computers are, like, they're yeah. like, mm-hmm. oh, we don't cover you because you had a one domain controller in Nigeria. So it's completely bad not covered. Idea. It's like, but what does
0: that do with yes. cloud computing? Because right. I don't know exactly. if you've oh my actually goodness. read the market bulletin. There's a whole bunch of stuff it doesn't say. Like, it's, none of this. Yeah. It's, so. I, I don't know. Well, I, and it's,
3: it's not like any cyber attacks are taking place from cloud platforms at all either. Yeah. No. Oh, no. Oh,
1: and definitely, no. you can't just go get cloud at infrastructure in whatever
4: country you want and make it look like it was that country's. No, you can't because against the terms of service.
0: I read. Oh, okay. see, but that's that's one of the things is against the terms of service. Um, pay attention to terms uh, of service. That goes back to Vault and the Vault <laughs> breach for the CIA. There was actually a document in there that said, "Hey, if you are all launching offensive cyber operations on the part of the United States." for the cia make your malware look like it came from someplace else like russia or china
1: what that sounds not
0: (laughs) How did they do that that doesn't make any sense
1: would would someone do that
0: just go on the internet and tell lies Uh, they would not normal and but no it's the cia they don't
1: oh they're right of course all the three letters are so trustworthy yeah Yeah. so what do we got here Basically, Uh, it just seems like like it's Could there be
0: a new deck of backdoors and breaches called Unknown Unknowns?
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's called a random D20 you roll, and if it's above D10.
0: It's basically (laughs) the closest thing to running a security operations center. We cover your head in a brown paper bag, and then we just do a pillow fight and just beat you up (laughs) constantly. You're like, I've been hacked. Oh, my God.
3: Oh,
0: oh my God. I, I, I I just... Like 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 I said, this is setting the stage so insurance companies don't have to pay if they don't want to. And (laughs) shocker. Yeah, shocker once back. Charles is like, what you mean we can't trust them? (laughs) I I just but I I feel like with this, this is gonna be something for companies that are in the know. Like CISOs are going to be like, look, insurance companies are not going to pay if they if they can find a way out. So we have to do due diligence. We have to do this. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have the companies that are like, you know, going to do it right. They're going to set stuff up. But the companies that are just blindly buying insurance because they think that that's just going to cover any damage if there's a hack, they're screwed because they're not listening to this. They're not reading computer security mm-hmm. news articles. And I wonder how long it's going to take for like the news to get to them that, you just can't hide. You just can't cover up your security flaws with insurance as well.
1: Are there well, any like regulatory, is there anything that requires you to have cyber insurance? Like, obviously, to drive a vehicle on the road, you need auto, auto insurance, insurance in most yeah, in yeah. states. Is that, no. and also health insurance is like sort of, kind of, sort of mandatory. Is there, is cyber Actually, insurance, let me find mandatory? Out real quick? Because let me find out. Because just because be like, I feel to. like we're basically, from my perspective, if I was a CISO, CISO right now, I'd be like, seems like a shady investment because they're not going to cover it if anyone says North Korea during any part of this investigation. It's like all... There's so many like, oh, well, we don't have to pay. Oh, well, this happens. So we don't have to pay. Oh, actually, this is an undeclared war. Uh, you didn't know this, but it's undeclared, so we're not, we're not paying.
4: <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a like, covert secret war. That's why.
5: <laughs> it's a, yeah.
1: No one knows about this war. It's undeclared, but that means we can't pay. Sorry. I
5: mean, yeah. It makes sense. The most interesting part of that to me was that... I think it was threat post said it that if there's no attribution, the insurance company makes an objective, objectively reasonable assumption of whether or not it was an attack from a nation state, and so I wonder in what situation they would actually not choose the one that gets them, you know, a ton of money. They're like,
1: you know what, your coverage was ten bucks. you are not going to pay. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> oh,
0: that's so know. bad. So, uh-huh. Wow. You got to get off insurance. Let's get off yeah. insurance. Let's you, hope it's not somebody mandatory. Else pick, somebody <laughs> else pick a story. I did the first two.
4: Oh, hey, so I got one. Air tags. They're back. They're oh, yeah. Better than ever. No, okay, so Wait. this story is a good one, I guess. So air tag leads to arrest of airline worker accused of stealing at least $15,000 worth of items from luggage, right? So I guess uh, this guy, and it was from Florida because, of course, right? Um, I <laughs> because they have
1: um, no privacy laws.
4: Yeah. And so... Right. <laughs> I guess there was uh, 19. Uh, he got count two two counts of grand theft. Anyways, the uh, uh, air tags were used to uh, find him. Um, I guess there were some air tags in some of the luggage. It took the you know law enforcement a little bit to kind of like put the case together about um you know where not necessarily where it was, but like I start associating and then figuring out who uh, lived in that area and stuff. Um. Anyways, so yeah, uh, AirTag I, arrest criminal. It's not all bad, guys. I mean, imagine
1: stealing <laughs> all this stuff and just leaving the AirTags in the in the bag. Like it's literally like, oh. Am I, if I was a, doing
4: it, I would just resell the AirTag. It's just another profit market, you know. <laughs>
1: also, who is traveling with fifteen thousand dollars of jewelry in their
3: luggage? Like, I don't know, man. Well, no, no, I don't know. Big, it, I, it was nuts. multiple. It was lots and lots of different sets of luggage, and in an interesting point. Daniel Meisler, he made a comment that he's going to, going forward, have honey tags
1: honey in tags, his right? luggage. You have like
3: 10 of so them. He'll, yeah. he'll have the ones that are that are obviously yeah. air tags, and then he'll have stealth air tags hidden mm-hmm. elsewhere in, in the superstructure. I thought yeah, that was kind of funny. Stole, yeah. I, stole.
4: I stole the air tags inside of the luggage so there's no pocket to get it out of. And so they don't even realize it. Well, you say that, right? But I'm,
3: I'm
5: a child and I have no luggage. So I had to buy a suitcase recently. Um, and
3: there was actually
5: a lot of them that had like inner interior pockets specifically for like an air tag or things like yeah. that. Yeah. Where you yeah. can
0: hide your weed in there.
5: there they just rebranded those as air tag pockets. They're like, uh, weed yeah. sorry, yeah. air tag,
1: oh. air tag pocket because weed's legal. Sorry. Yeah, I
0: just I just really hope that whenever they finally arrested this guy, he would have said something like I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for Tim Cook and his dog. You know what's weird? You know what's Um, wild? I kid
2: you not. I was just thinking about like Scooby Doo. Like, now let's see who the real criminal is. Air
0: tag. -tag. It was it was air tag all along.
4: (laughs) <laughs> I can just be the only one takeaway that he probably got from this is that he should have had an iPhone. So it alerted him with that. well <laughs> oh, he did. He just had a lot of other people's iPhones. Pretty much. Yeah, um, that's so- right. He just he just kept not- <laughs> he had to keep like turning the notifications off. He He's was like, man,
0: these getting- <laughs> freaking iPhones won't shut up about being tracked. I'm sure Someone's it's not gling, gling, gling. Something with, and I, I I don't know. It's like you know you know help your fellow man out. Anytime there's an air tag alert, just hit accept on that. Just- <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> like, it like it MFA notification,
4: a crime. Yeah, just like MFA. You always, always approve the push. Those hackers are crying for help. They need your help. No, that's IT support, and they're just helping you do your job.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he put IT, on IT support.
0: <laughs> I, it's all about branding, Corey. You're just not branding it right. I'm so not- speaking of, speaking of branding, BSD haircut fish asked BSD Bandit, when do we get a new positively blue team podcast? Mm. Hopefully,
2: sometime this month. I have to talk with understudy seventy seven. <laughs>
0: I think I think someone's been spending too much time with BHIS and he probably needs to get to doing his homework now oh. too. Oh I
2: love y'all. I got I
0: Oh burn. Yeah, I know, right? You're you gotta know invite me on that though. It sounds <laughs> fun. The, I, wanna that, like, I wanna do that. I wanna do anything yeah. with BSD because it's just awesome. <laughs> yep, yep. So yeah. keep going. Oh my gosh. So yeah, I I I <laughs> This is one of those things it's like technology creeping and doing things in our lives in ways that we never expected
4: it. Like, you know. Oh, it's going to get worse.
0: It's oh, I know. Worse. This is oh, just. They can't really get, get, get away better.
4: with
1: anything think- now.
4: Yeah. yeah, you think you think that this is just gonna stop? It's like, oh, these are just some. Interesting Your Roomba
1: is gonna drive up to you and be like, "Please subscribe to Amazon Prime to maintain life support.
0: <laughs> if not, <laughs> I know what you did last night. Oh, ah, uh, I, I told you Ugh. not to record Amazon. I said off. I said off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Alexa, please don't and, kill me. And I, <laughs> so. I can't. I can't do that <laughs> for you.
2: And as things they become more like, right? portable, I mean, think about it. Next thing you know, instead of AirTags, they'll start using the Apple fake battery packs to kind of – best ones. the best ones. Yeah.
0: Have you heard <laughs> much about corporations using AirTags for tracking their assets as well? Uh, I haven't. Heard uh, I haven't. About... I, I've actually talked to a couple of different companies that do They're like cheap. large expensive shipments, and they've had trouble with them getting lost, and they've been dropping AirTags in them, and they mm. literally tell the customers on the other end, hey, when you get this – you're going to have an air tag in it, ship it back to us because <laughs> they're trying huh. to figure out where certain things are being yeah. stolen in the supply chain, which I, like I said, it's ingenious. Yeah. It's absolutely ingenious. Kind of what, what you can do with some of the stuff and creepy. So yeah. speaking of Apple, well, oh, we, yeah. got Apple. All oh we got more Apple. Oh, we so got more Apple. So there was two
4: zero days, mm. right? Apple released an emergency fix. There was two oh, yeah. zero days. Yeah in apple and uh they were actively being exploited okay so typically we're like well, oh, wait, a a.
1: hold on the lawyers would like to interject and say they may have been oh, actively exploited." Oh,
4: oh so that's why they did the emergency out of band patch they that was in the five <laughs> yeah well we can't attribute how we attributed that they may be an and it's, it's right. the,
1: the best part is they double layer it with legalese because it says apple is aware of a report that it may be exploited in the mm. wild. Well, so if they like... <laughs> read a
4: report before they told everyone about the zero day, don't you think that that probably means it's being actively exploited? I know in the it's so, it's so interesting. Possibly,
2: though. it Maybe. hasn't been
1: confirmed yet. I feel like it's like it's like if you you see someone running, just start following them. Like <laughs> <laughs> if you see <continue> me <laughs> running, try <laughs> to keep up. Yes, if you. <laughs> If but I see cool. someone
0: just this, sprinting. this vulnerability, it was just one of them was just like an out of bounds vulnerability that was used in this thing called WebKit. That's not used anywhere. Oh, WebKit? We no, that's we not mandatory. Use WebKit every time. It's like, it's the first not thing, integrated
1: yeah. into every app, including iMessage. No.
0: Yeah.
4: Hey, it's just which not a the problem. one that b- the phishing app, iMessage. So the remediation is update your iPhone because it's probably telling you to do so right now. And your iPhone and Mac, yeah. too,
2: right?
3: Yeah, yeah I, and Mac. Yeah. yeah. iPhone, iPad. Anybody still yeah. had so Were you,
0: did, were you, were you all following this on on like Twitter whenever it was announced and like you know the Twitterverse? I it didn't. I don't want to oversell it, but, you know, people were freaking out. The thing that always gets me oh, is when you oh, have yeah. a vulnerability like this in a vendor, whether it's Microsoft or Apple or whatever it is, there's always people like, and that's why I don't use Apple products. It's like, oh, how, yeah. oh, how yeah. does that you- <laughs> even mean? And it's like, I'm not going to let their products into my company at all. On it's my
1: like, Android, I haven't gotten patches in 18 months, so I know I'm oh, secure. You know it's good. You know their security mm-hmm. is
0: impeccable.
1: They don't get operating system patches from the manufacturer. Whoops. Yeah. I just oh I, it,
3: it, it strikes me when people get tribal about their operating systems. Yeah. I don't care if it's Apple or Microsoft or Linux oh, or whoa. different What is the year of the Linux, desktop? I don't, I don't care when people get tribal about their operating <laughs> systems and their environment. They're losing perspective because no, agree. All of these things. No, they're tools. Yeah.
0: they have Great. good things. They have
3: bad things. No, they're religions.
0: They have vulnerabilities. They're religions. Wade mm-hmm. is pushing oh, my buttons. <laughs> I can see sorry. Wade. Wade's like, Sissa told me to update. Thanks, Wade. <laughs> Not this <kind> of time. <laughs> Not this time. <kind. laughs> um, Adam asked a buttons? question. Adam asked a punch a question. Have you ever pen tested a Mac only company? So the answer yes. to that question is yes, we have. And it sucks. And Mm -hmm. it doesn't suck because they're an Apple-based company. You can still get additional access on those devices, run malware, you can still do that. Post exploitation, though, it's a nightmare. It's like an attacker, like without Active Directory, is like a T Rex. It's like, yeah. I don't know what to
4: do. It's, I don't
0: have it's, hands.
3: It's,
4: it's, um, because- <laughs> it's just tooling. Our tooling's not designed for Mac, right? We wow. spend all of our time in Active Directory. It's out of our comfort zone. Yes. It
3: is. Yeah.
1: And so, like, yeah.
4: all the, there's plenty of vulnerabilities in Mac and there's plenty of ways to work in that infrastructure. It's just that we're not typically there. So, we're like, you know, learning. And-
0: how to start over, you know? And I'm going to say Mac-only companies are less than 1%, easily. Yeah, Um, They absolutely are uh, less than 1%. Usually, the honest answer to this is instead of actually attacking the infrastructure post-exploitation, you instead focus on the cloud services that they're most likely using. But that's not funny. And it's not a knock-knock and fart joke, so it doesn't go over well in shows like this. So Mm -hmm. um, one of the things I do want to call out Is uh, Mike B's recommendation, which you should never do. Mike (laughs) B001 said, as an incident responder, do not patch. You have to inoculate by letting the malware run through every (laughs) single system. It's like getting the only way to get to infosec (laughs) herd immunity.
2: Oh my God. That's like saying, just let the virus run its course. Yeah. So speaking of of which,
0: I had a friend. um, He actually did computer security at a German bank and they were having a big problem with a bunch of different crypto miners and things like that. And he found out that uh, this is whenever Zeus was a variant that was going around and doing all kinds of stuff that every time the new strains of malware would hit, they would see if Zeus was running and they would try to kill it. So what he did is he created a version of Zeus, basically just kind of neutered it. So it didn't call back, didn't do anything. It just basically ran. But if he dropped it on a system with newer strains of malware, the newer strain of malware would delete the process that was the, the Zeus process that he created. So then he installed this his like neutered Zeus malware Canary. across the entire environment and then went through and saw which of the systems in the environment was it not running on, and he would go and take those systems off the environment. That is traditionally we call in the industry one of two things. Either A, that's freaking awesome, or B, <laughs> hold an my incredibly beer. bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> Try explaining that one to your insurance company. That's a, made hold made. That a hold my beer level of security. a hold my
6: beer level of computer security thing. Tired of frustrating and avoidable incident response meetings? Need something to pick you up from the endless void of security incidents? $100. dollar. Now that's what I call patching, volume
1: 187,222. This edition includes top hits from artists like Microsoft and Microsoft. Don't forget the oldies like Apache and Fortinet. This classic album will have you setting up time counters to zero on all your servers. Now whether you've seen these patches on Twitter and just weren't allowed to apply them, or if you applied them and want to relive your glory days, Act now for this limited time offer.
6: Now that's what I call patching. Send 999 BTC in a self-addressed stamped envelope to John Strands Rant Bunker, 1337-Bridge Burning Way, Null Volue, South Dakota. Or call 555 525 2525 Operators are not answering now. Sorry, no CODs.
1: <laughs> that's our first sponsor of the show. Oh, oh <laughs> <The laughs> right. Uh, that
0: um, was awesome. The Oh, my God. I got to be honest, that got me. Like, whenever it came up, I was like, what the literal <laughs> hell? And I'm like getting reaching for my phone. I'm gonna call Ryan. I like, love how Wade's like. My, my,
4: my ad blocker didn't get this.
0: My ad blocker did not
4: see this. It did not see it coming at all.
0: Oh, totally got me. Totally got me on that one. That's pretty awesome. Your phone's
4: gonna be ringing off the hook, John. It's nuts. yeah.
0: I, I'm sure that 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 Ian had to go through and make sure that there wasn't a town called like Knoll something, South Dakota, just to make sure. Oh, oh, so. All right, so that completely knocked us off course. All right, cue up another story. What do we got? There
3: was a course?
0: <laughs> yeah, there was a course. Well, no,
3: we're,
1: we're in, the, in the topic of patching. You know, oh, there's wow. a, there's probably another patch story in here.
0: Oh, how um, about Microsoft Sysmon can now block executables from running?
1: So like yeah.
0: rundale32.exe? Yeah, that would be bad, Ray. <laughs> Don't All do right, that. Yeah. Um, but you can provide an XML file that basically tells you you can tell Sysmon, hey, if you see an executable and it's running, let's just say in the downloads directory, shut it down. And it's more granular than that, but it's interesting because it's interesting because it's almost like Sysmon is kind of stepping into the realm of trying to do your own EDR stuff. And I'm trying to figure out when when this would be useful for an organization, because you can do application allow listing in uh, in like App Locker. Um, but, boy, you can definitely put in some really, really stout rules with Sysmon to stop execution in certain situations. But, like I said, is it, I don't know, is this a good thing or a bad thing? I mean, it's more tools, it's better tools, but to have the ability to have Sysmon automatically stop execution, is weird to me i
1: would say this is how you increase your help desk workload by about 500x in one day
0: <laughs> yeah it's, <laughs> it's a job it,
1: i mean which you know to to explain what i mean by that snarky comment the basically this i think a lot of companies are in the situation where they can implement this but choose not to because of all the fallout that happens when People can't run things. There's, It takes a lot of time and effort to build a secure allow list that allows people to do their job, but also doesn't allow execution of code because Microsoft has included roughly 180 DLLs and other things in Windows that can be sideloaded, attacked, executed code with, download files with, all that stuff. So I think it's just Microsoft kind of making up for some of their wrong so to speak and allowing people to harden things on but i i personally see this as more of like on a hardened system on like a server on an application pool something like that not on just like endpoints but i do think it's nice to have tools that you don't have to pay for um except for that two thousand dollar windows license but we don't talk about that
4: what it's free we don't
0: talk about bruno oh
1: yeah sorry the windows 11 upgrades free
0: it's starting, Microsoft with Sysmon in this is starting to look an awful lot like Se Linux. <laughs> oh my goodness.
1: Just turn that off if you can't install your vendor app. Right. Pretty much.
0: So, okay. So I'll give you a use case that this would have been very useful for me a long time ago. When I was at DoD, if we detected malware on a, on a system, right, and it was nation state level malware, we really, really, really didn't want to submit it to the AV vendor. Can anyone guess why? Why would we not want to immediately submit this? You know, so you can get your party? cyber
1: insurance payout because then yeah, yeah it's also cyber <laughs> insurance
0: payout, right? Um, but the biggest reason was as soon as we submit it to McAfee or Symantec, because those were was McAfee was the one that we were using. Um, a signature is written, and the attacker is going to immediately know that that particular implant has been burnt. So we were constantly going through and trying to come up with creative ways to stop the execution. Of malware that we knew was from an adversarial nation state, but to do it in such a way that it wouldn't tip off the adversary that we had detected it uh, with, with a standard signature. Um, so this is one of those things. And like Jonathan said, you know, tracking its activity. Yes, absolutely. Timmy, Tim J providing intel to let them think that they're still going because the more that they're using malware that we know we can burn, um, the better off we're going to be in the long run. I don't, I don't see that as like the average organization is going to be doing that type of activity. So this is interesting to me, right? Um, the other thing that I think is very, very interesting is really Microsoft is honestly trying to make a case that it's dumb to run any other agent EDR. Uh, because I totally can guess that there's companies right now that are getting $20, 30000000 million in VC funding that are literally going to do nothing but generate signatures for Sysmon. Um, and Sysmon is going to become the EDR platform of choice. Uh, it's going to be the engine underneath it as well. So yeah, very weird. And then the final thing is, and I want to throw this all out to you, is this something that they're throwing for like Sentinel and Defender? Like they needed this type of functionality for some of the stuff that they're doing, so they just open it up to everybody.
4: I feel like that's a safe, yeah, safe bet. Yeah, I, I think they probably needed I'm it. Living. They're going to use it
0: in-house. The 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 stead said just block calc.exe and no exploits will run anymore <laughs> <laughs> that's right is Cal- <laughs> destroyed yeah but now all the ex- accountants ex-
1: can't do their jobs
4: yeah that's, i mean would a physical calculator what year is it Corey? i mean seriously yeah, they got their Wait, calc.exe 500%. is a
0: physical calculator that's kind no,
4: of no but if they if you disable it that's all you're gonna have to go to and they're not gonna have what it.
0: Flack vest uh-huh. just basically said bypass EDR on your next pen test by having Sysmon stop the EDR executables. <laughs> <money>. oh. Beautiful, <laughs> just, cool. just go right after the root, huh? Oh, yeah. oh my god! I'm sure
1: there's not a deal all side load in Sysmon, is there?
4: No,
2: <laughs>
6: no.
4: But hey, this isn't this isn't Bhis talking about bad ideas again, is it?
1: no we yeah we don't do that on this podcast this is only a good ideas podcast oh if you see john strand running follow
3: (laughs) (laughs) that should be a shirt
4: that should be a shirt if you want to make a shirt that should be a shirt
0: if you see john strand running follow all right, so <laughs> yeah. jumping off of that topic, I, I, I want to talk about tractors. Oh. Is your tractor National harvester. Uh, Defcon tractor. hacker shows John Deere tractors can run Doom, and the subtitle on The Verge is you Mow you Down Your Enemies. <laughs> <laughs> um.
4: Oh, I get it. Wait, 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 wait. Are they saying it can run Doom the game, or are they saying it will cause Doom? No, run no, doom the game, doom or, the game. Because <laughs> doom it runs run on doom. a pregnancy
1: test man it runs on everything
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> you so, can run it on a pregnancy uh, test a i'm not kidding it's beautiful <laughs> so one of the things about this i think i think is interesting is the fact that it's running doom is funny i i think that the really interesting thing about it is john deere is a is a horrible horrible Company, whenever it comes to like requiring farmers yeah. to proprietary yeah, yeah, code, yeah. you got to subscribe to all of this stuff. Right, and uh, by the way, this edition of Black Hills Information Security talking about news is brought to you by Kubota. <laughs> but this is interesting because it shows like jailbreaking it and how you can get it to the point where you can execute any of the malware that you not malware. Jesus, that's do so <laughs> bad idea. Um, you can well, get it to execute Doom is what you execute to do for jailbreaking it and rooting the device. So, I mean, the fact that it's running Doom isn't the end state. It's basically articulating what you can actually do with these as well. But, you know, and this also is another thing I think people need to understand. Farmers and ranchers out there are absolutely going to follow this guide on how to jailbreak their tractors. I guarantee you uh, to get away from the control that John Deere is giving them, uh, sorry, John Deere is putting over them with software and basically even running their really expensive farm implements with this.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I see this as kind of the hacker karma return of John Deere. Oh, uh, no. this, this this is like if you oh, make no. hackers angry, they will run Doom on your system that was supposed to be secure. <laughs>
4: like that's the first level.
1: Yeah, if if you hack. make a hacker angry enough, you will end up with a news article that says your tractor so insecure that I can not only can I ha- jailbreak it, I can run Doom on it and put in a little tractor driving through the game. <laughs>
3: like, <laughs> The, the bigger picture, though, is this runs into the whole right to repair and yeah. who has control over your devices. And the the small print, the fine print that John Deere has been using is that, well, you don't actually own this software. You're just leasing it. You're, mm-hmm. it, you're licensed. they're really complicated. You
1: don't understand. It's really complicated. <laughs> it's very Yeah,
3: that's, that's why it's so It's, really, it's not it. just a diesel engine
1: with a bunch of spinny things attached. It's really complicated. It's
3: yeah. <laughs> I love Brian Godfrey's comment. How long until John Deere gets rickrolled? Oh, that's so
0: beautiful! Enough. Oh, oh nice. man, I, I, I just you know, I, I'm with Bronwyn. Though. Then people are like, "You're going to talk about BMWs heated seats?" Yeah, it all falls into the same bucket. We've ta- right. yeah, I've talked about that.
1: Yeah.
0: and and it's I heard just- Tesla's coming out with a tractor now. <laughs> <laughs> no, they won't. I that up. They're, they won't.
4: But now, now, I now he's going to tweet it. And then they yeah. would go, how'd you know? I'd be like, I
1: don't know. <laughs> I, I think it's one of those things, though. Yeah. If you play in the computer space, you you play with the computer hackers, right? So yeah. if if you know this, like like John said, this episode's sponsored by Kubota. We don't know what computers are. We don't put them in our tractors. Uh, no, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> As somebody in Kubota is like, no, 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 shut up, Corey. Shut up. <laughs> we're about to launch Kubota but, but, okay, two tractors. This back into the market thing that Corey was talking about earlier yeah. when we were talking about insurance. Like Seriously, if if I was a farmer who was buying an implement like this, I'm not going to buy John Deere. I'm going to go with something else that maybe is not going to have me do a monthly subscription just (laughs) for the diesel engine to work. Right. that's and I think that that's got to change, right? Um, that yeah. absolutely has to change, I, but I think it opens
4: up a market for someone else to compete, uh, in a way that John Deere is trying to, you know, control. You know, they're trying to be monopoly, right? It's monopolistic nature because if they had uh, they have the you know, ecosystem, it's like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's
1: yeah. similar to Apple. With this is kind of, I mean, it's yeah. a little different because a, a hundred or you know, thousand dollar iPhone is different than a million dollar tractor because it's a 20 or 30 it's a million dollar tractor
4: though it's a million dollar tractor <laughs> because you can make money that's why it's a million dollars not because yeah. it actually cost it not much to make
1: it. well it's pressure right because you can have yep. this self-driving tractor and then you can go <laughs> and you know do Some milk your cows or whatever while your tractor is planting or whatever you know it's yeah. it's it's sold as like an incentive but like john said if i can't actually use this tractor to do what i needed to do i'm going back to the you know 1982 <laughs> yeah. big bud or whatever like well, it is what it is <laughs>
4: <laughs> and I'm gonna call okay. out zero distrust. let tractors.
0: I'm gonna get one of those. Zero distrust brought up a great point. Um, they said farmers can't generally afford to wait for someone to come fix their stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And yes. you know, like growing up doing ranching and farming with my grandfather, there was a lot like the joke about duct tape and baling wire. That's not a joke. That's literally how that crap happens. You literally are just binding the stuff together. And if all of a sudden you're getting to the point where it's a software glitch or if you accidentally didn't update or didn't make your payment or something There's happened.
1: There's an OTA upgrade happening to your tractor. Please check back in 24
0: hours. Yeah. Exactly, right? <laughs> can you can you're also looking at, like Just let me give you an example of that, it right? Let's well. say that this thing goes down and it's a software glitch or whatever it is and you've got to, you've got to bail hay and it's going to rain tomorrow. You have to bail hay today. Your yeah. yeah, entire like investment, that's not an option, right? And I don't know. And it's just, it's not a good place for this. And it's not a good look. And uh, it's go make money someplace else. There's better ways to do it, you know? Yeah,
3: well, I know that the MBAs look at it. was that, It MBAs look at it in that the whole leasing and licensing and subscription model, it looks good for the company because that guarantees their revenue stream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a Bronwyn. thousand people who are on this subscription model, we know that we're going to get 1,000 times whatever the subscription price point is. And we can rely on that. So for them, it makes sense. But the problem is, then we have people like the farmers and they can't get stuff done when they need to when stuff breaks because they're beholden to this company and when they're going to get around to coming and helping out. And Timothy
0: Bradley made a great point. Um, He said, if it becomes too much of a problem, they will figure out how to bypass it. And yes, yeah, like, just like exact, yeah. yeah that's why Trust me. Farming America. Now, like I, I'm not joking. They're literally going to go. They're literally going to go to this, this Defqot article. and going to be like, okay, step one, hook USB cable up to computer and open up. <laughs> they're literally going to be like rooting their damn tractors just so they can get their work done. They're going to yeah. do it. Um, yeah. And then Adam brought up a great point. The issue is that bypassing it will bring the attorneys and we won't even get into like seeds and Monsanto and oh, all that God. stuff. Like, oh, like the entire farming pain. industry is just a train wreck with a bunch of these different things. How
1: so. did farming end up being like the most, like, it's not like phones. Like you'd think like the most like exploited industry would be like consumers or I mean our data and or whatever. But no, it's like farmers. Like, can we just oh, leave no. them alone? We We got to eat.
0: Like, can <laughs> yeah, we just not like, exploit them? Like, <laughs> There is actually a long history. There's a reason that we got here. Um, And it basically boils down to um, like over the years, larger and larger interests um, like IBP and all these different, you know, very, very, very much monolithic industries that are, ah, let's just call them what they are, monopolies, have slowly taken over the entire farming community. And that's outside of the thing of this. But absolutely, they've gotten to the point where they've become exploited communities because- a lot of these large industries, either you become a large farm who's working directly with a large corporate entity or you go out of business, plain and simple. Um, if you want to see something terrifying, look at loans like farm loans. If you want to be a pig farmer or a chicken farmer, you can actually get loans from the company that's going to purchase your pork or is going to purchase your chickens. And the the, the terms are almost impossible to actually survive. It's under.
1: like sharecropping. What could
0: go wrong? This worked so it's well in the costly. past. Yeah, it's it's almost like a new form of sharecropping. Um, <laughs> but that's a whole other thing. We aren't going to get into that because it's depressing And my But at least they can like-
1: play Doom on their tractors while they... S- at least they that. can play Doom on their tractors. And yeah. thank God for that. So, But
5: then the warranty's probably probably uh, voided at that point too.
1: Well, they yeah. didn't pay for oh, the yeah. Platinum Plus warranty anyway. <laughs> yeah, plus, it, it doesn't cover does <laughs> rain. Heat no
0: heated seats for that. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Corey. So does this warranty work if I were to root my tractor? <laughs> yes, Corey. That would absolutely. But no, what's going to happen though, honestly, is you're, you're going to end up with a bunch of uh, farmers. They're going to come up with a firmware update that you can basically flash the firmware on the device. So the tractor works at a base level and stops communicating and any of the kill features are dead. That's where this is headed, and you're yeah. literally going to have people driving around the country selling this stuff out of the back of fruit trucks, where they'll give you a USB stick and instructions on how to root it and install that firmware. That your tractor's still going to work, just like it always did. It's just John Deere won't be in there. Um That's new coming. hack
3: five bash bunny. New hack five no, yeah, it's, bash, it's a bash bunny.
1: bunny for a track John Deere. Yeah. Oh. John Deere and then bunny. they're going to have like the John yeah, Deere slipper. operatives going in and like re-unrooting it. to like,
4: <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: they yeah. have like a sting no, operation.
0: You a we
4: think you may have.
0: If you've got a problem and you need John Deere to service it, you just take a beer and just pour it all over it. And you're like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, what are some I of the guns playing, and do? I was playing Janet Jackson and the thing just stopped. <laughs> I I mean, oh, God. <laughs> Rhythm Nation. Nice Flipping. segue. <laughs> there we go. Flipping the
2: farmer's edition.
0: Yeah, I don't know what this has to do with anything at all other than the fact that it's awesome because Rhythm Nation was such a cool song when I was a kid but apparently it dosed some hard drives on some laptops. Mm. It has its own CVE. Old, which is the old best laptops. How, yeah, how many yeah, musicians yeah. have their own CVE? It's yeah. like Janet Jackson many. by herself in that regard. She's got to be <laughs> at this point. <laughs> how would she so. fix it? Like put in a new verse?
4: I, I just want to know how they discovered this. Like what right. has been cool. how did they read read? the method of this
1: So, Ralph, there's these things. I don't know if you're familiar. They're called nerds.
4: Oh. Um, Okay. All right. And like when
1: things happen, they're like, why do they happen?
5: No, no, no. But
4: they had to be listening to this song. Well,. I mean someone <laughs>
1: near
5: them could have been doing it. Frequency, frequency. Yeah. It didn't have to be on that laptop. It could be here's what YouTube happened.
1: Laptop. Some company bought an IT IT department somewhere bought like a thousand laptops that were <laughs> affected by this. And then they were like, Why <laughs> is like and everyone that comes in with the report is like, it happened right as I was listening to this one song. And they're <laughs> like, What what song is it? This one Janet Jackson. Then they Jackson test it in a lab and they're like,
0: We have to discover <laughs> we <laughs> we have have to also this. They also, let's not just make it for Janet Jackson, remember these other security researchers demonstrated that they could do it with an Iron Maiden song
1: to um, mm. see
0: if they could identify it So as it, well.
1: Does it count as security research just blasting loud music and waiting for my computer to crash?
0: <laughs> it does today. It's a, it does it's really with songs. They yeah, this is the new people. toaster hacking of a new generation. Yeah. I like it. rhythm. Nation. So, but this applied to spinning rust, though.
1: Right? <laughs> yeah, spinning rust only. Okay. It's 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 really esoteric, uh, yeah, but it's, it's it's interesting to think of how a physical device can be vulnerable to
2: weird certain frequencies. But it just makes it just makes computing that much more fun again. So it do does. you think, it is does. Janet Jackson... That's true. So is That's she nation-state
1: sponsored then? Because, I mean...
2: <laughs> like, nation-state sponsored. Like,
4: you probably can't get insurance anymore. Like, do you
1: think... So if my laptop crashes from this, I can't submit it to cyber insurance because technically Janet Jackson is the nation a nation-state state attack. Yeah. It's a rhythm nation that caused that it to go, go down. a rhythm, a rhythm nation. nation. That's, oh, a nation rhythm nation. That's an four, undeclared five, war on pop four, music. Three, three, two, two, one, one.
0: Um... I, I, I don't know. I, I, yeah. I just, you know that right now in Silicon Valley, there's someone that's getting like, they're, they're doing a pitch. They're like, all right, so we need $10 million of VC funding so what we're going to be doing is we're going to be playing through an entire catalog of all kinds of different music to find out exactly what frequencies cause which components to actually crash and then we're going to <laughs> correlate that back to whatever government like hardware is being used by the United <laughs> States government at DOD yeah, and we need 10 million dollars so we can research this It will be the new zero day initiative whenever it comes to music people are like dude are you high no I'm not I'm a former Harvard MBA from John <laughs> Deere don't laugh at me I am not microdosing psilocybin <laughs> <laughs> it's
5: like a new threat. You're not going to send someone like a Rick Roll. You're going to send them this and crash their computer. You're going to
0: send them, <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah, oh, exactly. Uh, yeah. Well, they, yeah,
4: pretty much they're not, okay, they're not dead right but they're mostly dead with like consumer devices like laptops and stuff like
1: that yeah but someone posted in the chat what freak what song kills air tags someone's got to figure that out
4: <laughs>
2: oh <Well>, they don't <laughs> have in Silicon Valley uh, you they're, just they're know the Apex
0: on it. twin out there is like challenge accepted <laughs> uh, I can tell you one thing though I it's for
4: not to bring it back to the air tags somebody is gonna and it probably wouldn't be that hard to come up with an air tag detector Right, something that could detect air tags, right? Like yeah, a metal detector. Isn't it?
2: <laughs> That'll be in the what? next Sysmon. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> That'll be in the next Sysmon. Zero platter, zero day platter. All right, that sounds like a
6: tasty dish. All right, everybody. That- Thanks, everyone. Bud Patch is here with the talking about news, weather on the ones brought to you by MailFoon. MailFoon is enterprise spam for enterprises. Did you just get back from Black Hat and received a torrent of advertising and marketing emails for that weird shirt that you got in the moment? Well, it's probably coming from Mailfoon. Mailfoon, enterprise spam for enterprises. Moving into the week, we have Monday. The pew pew level is high because there is a robot uprising. Uh, that's right, uh, robotic process automation and Blue Prism. Guess what? major holes found in that by CyberArk. Who would have known that giving robots the ability to make the same mistakes humans do would have led to bad outcomes? Moving into Tuesday, we have the Pew Pew Level Remains High with the Q4 Event Horizon. What is that? Well, for those of of you new to us here, the Q4 Event Horizon is all those projects that were supposed to be done this year that are just around the corner, and vacations and holidays are banging on the door waiting to destroy your best laid plan, so keep an eye out as that Event Horizon comes forth and pray to whatever deity you see fit. Now, on Wednesday, it's email, email, email. If you, again, have come back from conferences at Security Summer Camp, well, now is when the emails are coming. I hope you liked those fidget spinners, t-shirts, and mugs because you are going to get 5,000 emails from every marketer and booth person that you spoke with. Moving into Thursday, oh, the Pew Pew level is high because it is Cyber Security Awareness Month Awareness Month. That's right. Cybersecurity Awareness Month is coming. Are you aware that it's coming? Well, this is the time to be aware that your Awareness Month is coming and to make yourself aware that people are aware that cybersecurity is something they should be aware of. So get ready because those emails and phone calls are coming soon as well. And then finally friday well guess what folks the pew pew level's down to low because it is eight days to the return of the pumpkin spice latte eight days until we get those sweet, sweet PSLs back in Starbucks, and this reporter and weather person has already got their pumpkin spice in the pantry. And if you're saying to yourself, what does this have to do with security? Well, it is the one bright spot in your day as it moves into the holidays, and we get all sorts of emails from our leadership saying not everyone can leave. So buckle up, and get that pumpkin spice latte as you can to get that joy inside of you for what small, brief moment you can. Again, this is Bud Patches with the AccuSploit Certified Weatherology Center. Back to you in studio.
1: Thank God the pew-pew levels are dropping on Friday. I was really
0: worried. (laughs) I'm so happy.
6: I lost I, it I, when I, he said I'm pumpkin spice. I'm really excited space. about security awareness.
1: Month. I, I got my puffy vest. I got my puffy vest. I'm going to Starbucks on Friday. Just 100%. Make it
0: Listen, happen. All I'm- right, everybody. With that, kill it, Ryan. We're done. Kill it with fire. Thank you very much, everybody. We'll see you next time. Oh, like and subscribe or whatever. See you. <laughs> Double like. Double subscribe.
2: Pew, pew.
4: Ryan, you hit it. You hit us on the curve, man. We didn't even. I didn't even see Girl, any of those.
2: I laugh. I laugh so. See, this is why I love the Mondays. Yeah. <laughs> this sets off the week. Like, like I get. I, and he, I lost it when he said pumpkin spice. I was like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love this time of the year. I love
5: that how John was like signing off and it cut him right off into the commercial.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he was ready to go. Listen, and he just I gotta go. Coming. You think you can leave? No!